If you follow me on Instagram, you're probably aware that periodically I will do Instagram live Q&As. So I'll solicit questions from members of my audience and I will respond to them in a really pithy format on Instagram. But of course, every now and then I get a question that kind of stops me in my tracks and necessitates a much longer, more in-depth response. And that's exactly what I'm gonna offer you today. In today's video, I'm going to talk about four steps that you can take to feel more confident in your relationship. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, or you'd like more information about my products and services, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, how to feel more confident in your relationship. Thankfully, I'm a pretty confident guy, but certainly in my first serious relationship when I was a younger man, I definitely wasn't uh, half as confident as I am now. Some of this probably is just a function of getting older and just caring less about what anyone thinks of you, which is probably my favorite part of getting older. That said, there are a lot of steps that I wish I knew more about when I was a younger man, when I didn't feel that confident in my relationship. By the way, if you've ever felt a lack of confidence in your relationship. I mean, join the club. This is an experience that I would imagine most men and women can relate to. You're certainly not alone. And thankfully, there are clear, proven ways out of you know, feeling this way. The first tip I would offer is get clear on exactly what makes you precious and unique. Now, before you roll your eyes, I'm not just trying to you know, pep you up with some empty self-help talk and be like, oh, you're unique and everyone's unique and aren't we all wonderful, amazing snowflakes. Not exactly what I'm talking about here. I mean get clear on the unique constellation of personality habits, of personality traits, of values. You know, what is the unique constellation of everything that makes you, you, that makes you unique, that makes you valuable, and that makes you interesting and valuable to the people around you? And I like framing it this way because maybe there are other people who are better looking than you, or who make more money than you, or who have a bigger impact in the world than you, or who are more financially successful than you, or whatever. By whatever metric you can think of, there are always gonna be other people who are gonna beat you, unless your name is, you know, Jeff Bezos or something like that. I'm under no illusions as a man that I'm the best looking and I've got the best six pack. I don't have a six pack, by the way. Or that I make the most money or I'm the smartest or, I mean, I'm under no illusions about any of that. But I'm pretty confident in the fact that I'm a unique dude. I mean. The unique constellation of everything that makes me me is pretty interesting, frankly, and pretty rare. Now, I'm not gonna run down all of my amazing habits and characteristics and stuff because that would be obnoxious, but the question really is, what makes you you? What is the unique constellation of everything that makes you you? And if you wanna get clear about this, you can spend some time journaling and just remember things that people have told you about you that maybe you took for granted. Maybe you're a wonderful listener. Maybe you have a great sense of style. Maybe you have a wonderful ear for music. Maybe you're a great singer. Maybe you are just a really good friend because that's very hard to find, by the way. Maybe you're a wonderful lover. Maybe you are really intelligent about certain key areas that your partner finds interesting and that other people find interesting. You get my point, but the whole trick is to get clear on everything that makes you you without relegating yourself to a few key categories such as you know looks or money or anything like that. Every spirit is truly unique. And again, this is gonna sound really woo-woo and out there to a lot of people, but it's a fact. Every human being on this earth is truly unique and your partner sees something precious in the unique constellation that is you. My second tip is something that I tell jealousy sufferers all the time. In particular, people struggling with obsessive jealousy in their relationship or what is often referred to as retroactive jealousy. Retroactive jealousy, of course, refers to unwanted intrusive thoughts, obsessive curiosity, and what I often call mental movies 
about your partner's past relationships and or dating history. This is something I tell jealousy sufferers all the time, and that is human beings are selfish. My second tip is to remember that, that human beings are selfish and that your partner is with you for a reason. In all likelihood, your partner is with you for multiple reasons. As jealousy suffers, we often sell ourselves short. We often don't give ourselves the pat on the back or the credit we deserve. We often kind of play smaller or think of ourselves as being a lot smaller than we really are. We're generally not as confident as we should be. We often don't trust words of affirmation that we may hear from our partner or our parents or other people. We often sell ourselves short. And as I often tell retroactive jealousy sufferers in particular, your partner is not with you, you know, as an act of charity because human beings are selfish. No one is going to stay with anyone very long unless they're getting certain benefits from that arrangement, unless they're getting certain benefits and certain rewards from being with you. So try to put yourself in your partner's shoes as much as possible. Try to, you know, park your emotions at the door and just think rationally. Why is my partner choosing me? Why do they continue to choose me? Why do they get up every day and continue to say, yep, I'm all in on this person again and again and again and again? Why are they continuing to make that choice? Because in all likelihood, your partner has choice. In all likelihood, your partner has other people that they could be choosing, but they're not. They're choosing you. And the question there is why? Why are they choosing you? Because again, they're not choosing you as an act of charity or because they feel sorry for you or they can't find anyone better or anything like that. Of course, those cases exist, but they're pretty rare. So you can journal about this. Again, you can sit down and really get clear on, okay, what are some comments my partner's made about why they're choosing to be with me? What are some of the things that they have told me unprompted about how they feel about me? What do I bring to their table, so to speak? What do I have to offer them? And why are they choosing me over many, many others each and every day? The more you realize that your partner is selfish the same way uh, as you are, the more you realize that they're not with you as an act of charity, the more you realize fully all of the benefits that you bring to their life, chances are very good that this will lead to increased feelings of stability and safety and confidence in your relationship. My next tip is in some ways, maybe even the most important that, or at least this will have probably the biggest impact on your confidence in your relationship. My third tip is to define and pursue personally meaningful and ambitious goals. Now I talk about goals a lot. A lot of people struggle with the idea of setting goals. They don't know where to start. So I like the two qualifiers that I just added. Personally meaningful and ambitious. Ambitious and personally meaningful goals that have nothing to do with your relationship. So your goal can't be, I wanna stay with my partner for the next 30 years, or I'm gonna have a, raise a wonderful family. Of course, those can be relationship goals and those are important as well. But if you wanna increase feelings of confidence in your relationship, you need to increase feelings of confidence in yourself as an individual. And one of the ways confidence is built is by setting ambitious, personally meaningful goals that have nothing to do with anything else that are simply about you defining and pursuing exactly what you want, looking for ways to improve, looking for ways to learn, looking for ways to grow. Because your confidence will grow more and more the more and more you actually reach and, and even just pursue your goals. Your confidence will, will grow the more you're making progress towards your goals. So think about anything new that you wanna learn or anything new that you wanna become or changes you wanna make, whether it's related to your fitness or your job or your income or your spirituality or your education or, anything else. I mean, it can be anything you want because the other qualifier aside from ambitious is personally meaningful. So I have a number of goals that are personally meaningful to me that have nothing to do with my amazing girlfriend. They're personally meaningful to me. You know, in fact, they involve recording this video right now, growing my business, putting out meaningful content that helps people is a huge goal of mine. 
And I have a number of very specific goals related to that, which keep me motivated and inspired all the time. I also have fitness goals. I also have creative goals. I also have some social goals. The point is they're personally meaningful to me, so you can't just take mine. They have to really resonate with you deep down. So again, I'm gonna tell you to journal again, but you can pull out your trusty journal. You can write down some ideas for anything you wanna grow or learn or any skill you'd like to develop or anything you'd like to create. Really anything at all, as long as it's personally meaningful and ambitious, and crucially, it has nothing to do with your relationship. Because counterintuitively, that's a great way to build confidence in your relationship is to have a really full, rewarding, and dynamic life outside of your relationship. My final tip for you, if you wanna feel more confident in your relationship, is to simply accept and make peace with uncertainty. Because life, and certainly love, is extremely uncertain. The only thing we know for sure about life is that nothing is certain. When we're born, we know we're going to die, and in between, it's a total crapshoot. We don't know what's going to happen. A lot of jealousy sufferers look for this, you know, ironclad, rock-solid certainty about their future, about their relationship, about their partner, about their partner's past, and all these things. When so often in life, our only choice is to simply take the risk, to take the gamble, to decide to leap and fall in love truly. As I often remind jealousy sufferers, uncertainty is embedded in the term falling in love itself. It's not securing in love. It's not certainty in love. It's not absolutely, you know, rock solid guaranteed in love. It's falling in love. It implies a certain danger, a certain risk but we wouldn't want it any other way. Because half the fun of relationships and dating and falling in love and all this stuff is being okay with taking the risk because many of those risks, many of those quote unquote gambles eventually pay off. And think about how boring life would be if all of our future was 100% predetermined and we knew exactly what was going to happen. There was never any risk or uncertainty or anything else. I wouldn't want a future like that and I'd imagine you wouldn't either. So realize that as amazing as your relationship probably is and as incredible as your partner is and all the rest, the future is not a guarantee. Your partner could eventually change her mind or change his mind, or you could do the same. It's completely up in the air. There's no guarantees in life. So the only real choice we have is to make peace with uncertainty because doing the opposite will guarantee many sleepless nights and stress and agitation and just exhaustion because we're kind of trying to swim against the current when we're looking for certainty about certain elements of life that are inherently uncertain. So you can read Buddhist philosophy, you can read Stoic philosophy. I found both of those schools of thought really helpful when it comes to making peace with uncertainty. But my final tip for you is in some ways the hardest one, but I, you know, I saved it last for a reason. Try to make peace with uncertainty because I promise you, your life and your relationships will get a lot better once you do. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.